millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello everybody and welcome back to Private Education, the Smart Sex and Relationships podcast. I'm Ashton Keenan, the host, as I am every week, and um, my guest today is somewhat unique in the um, spectrum of guests I've had on Private Education because he is a single straight male. And there's been a distinct lack of single straight males on the podcast. That was, that's what makes me unique. I think it's all uphill from there's here. A, look, there's, <laughs> a lot, there's a lot of unique things about my friend Abe here. Um, Abe Nahum is Nahum, sorry. He told me how to pronounce this yesterday and I've known him for 10 years and I'm still struggling with it. Not my fault. It's okay, not judging. Um, you are, I can tell. Get your face into the mic. Um, he's Libyan, but has lived in Ireland for how many years? Ooh, uh, 23, 24 years. 23. So his, his, his Dublin accent is, it's like probably 94% Dublin, 6%. Where is he from? Yeah. Okay. We just, we had a f- massive argument about this yesterday <laughs> um, where so I was the first person ever to tell him that he sounded like he might be from Libya. <laughs> I just don't know how I retained that accent, but there you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, I wanted to have him on because I know we've been friends for a long time. Actually, it's more than 10 years. We've yeah, been friends since like I was nine, uh, 18. So oh, been 20 ish, right? 30, 13 years. Wow. Is that what, Did I do the, the yeah, right maths yeah, there? Yeah. No, that's good. It's terrifying. Um, and okay, so just to give you a bit of background about Abe, apart from the fact that he is um, Libyan, he is a, a photographer, a former diplomat, like, and he made me say that. I, I said to him, I was like, what will I introduce you as? And he was like, well, you know, if you wanted to, it's like a pretty substantial part of my adult life. Mm. <laughs> to just it's kind a, of yeah, omit. but it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty flashy part, though. So, do you normally omit the flashy parts of your uh, guests' careers? Um, no, I probably normally it it'd, <laughs> it'd be my character to omit the flashy parts of my own. All right. Um, although d- uh, Abe did was very kind yesterday and and called me a power horse. Um, he meant a powerhouse. Uh, either a powerhouse or a workhorse. I think it was somewhere in between. But I'll take either of those. Yeah, yeah. I just but I, gave, I, w- I gave you both. How about that? In a way, called, <laughs> called me a power horse, which is a weird hybrid. Like, Anyway, so yeah, so I wanted to have Abe on because over the more than a decade that I've known him, um, he's had uh, an array of dating experiences and is currently single, um, but hasn't always been. So give us a brief intro to your relationship slash dating background. To make it really short, I suppose, it's been mostly casual and then... Every couple of years, I'd end up in a sort of a longer term relationship, something that goes beyond six months or something like that. Yeah. You know? Okay. But yeah, largely it's kind of usually casual. Okay. And um, we've, I'm sure we've talked loads about different, you know, ca- dating experiences that I've had over the years. But yeah, it's been largely kind of casual, and I'm fairly relaxed and chill about most of anything I do in my life, and mm-hmm. that sort of goes into my dating life too. And so you're 
33 now. At the end of the year, yeah. At the end, in on the 25th of October. Jesus, I'm giving my star sign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my home address. <laughs> and his home address is... <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, so you're 33, have like... Because your last however many years have been quite casual in terms of dating and relationships, has it ever occurred to you that there might be a time when you want to settle down? Um, th- th- I think, the or like settle down is probably an offensive, you know, way of putting it. But you know what I mean, as in getting into something more serious, more committed. For the most part, I think it's because I was I've been career driven and mm-hmm. uh, kind of I've worked and managed a number of different businesses over the last fifteen years or so, and um, that's pretty much what kept me away from sort of long-term relationships and that's what kind of happens after a while in, in any sort of longer-term relationship if I think the biggest thing obviously they go they become longer-term relationships if I'm really enjoying my time with that person mm-hmm. and we really respect each other and so on but then beyond that um, if they have an understanding of the way I work and I tend to be fairly like <laughs> horse with blinders on like you know committed, I'm, I'm work yeah, committed yeah, yeah. to my work or whatever yeah. and um, if I can't see somebody over a long period of time or something like that there's attachment issues there that kind of often I've seen a pattern them kind of occur in my dating life, especially the longer term stuff. And it's been challenging. Mm. So I'm pretty sure like I'm like any other type of dating experience where it's mm. largely casual until you meet somebody you're really into and mm. something that sort of draws you to keep coming back to that person for a year or two. And you mentioned a pattern. <laughs> so I see a pattern too, right? Because I <laughs> oh god, this is like a, an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> this is an intervention. We're not actually recording a podcast episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I I've seen a pattern. So it's it's as though now. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I probably am because this is a complete outsider's perspective. Um, but if it seems as though you get with someone, you meet someone, however w- which way you meet them, you get with them, and in my experience, you treat women the women that you're with extremely well like uh, to the to the point that I'm like wow like that's he's been very respectful and very um complimentary and um taking them on nice dates and taking them to nice places and blah 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 and then you're with them for maybe like six months and then all of a sudden you're like you'll you'll text me and you'll be like "Mm, yeah it's going well but you know I don't know I'm not I don't know if I'm feeling it anymore and I'm like oh yeah here we go and then two months later you're single again Texting you saying that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, like normally. Yeah, well, look. Um, and is that because of work? Like, is it a case that you get six months in and things are getting committed and you're like. But you know, within six months, whether you're really like, you kind of, you spend six months dating anyone and whatever sort of gender, sexuality you are, you, you're studying, you're basically studying everything about that person over those six months. And then after that, you decide, is this going to work out? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, they might have a. F- just it, it could be a complete mismatch by the time or you decided it's a mismatch by the six months mm-hmm. sort of come around and that's kind of you know the deciding point of six months Although, otherwise you're just really dragging it out and yeah. if you have those feelings earlier than six months you should probably act on it and that's kind of uh, like had heart I probably should have done that when I was a little younger particularly my mid-twenties when I was dating but I, I, you know, I'm learning like everyone else and mm-hmm. in more recent sort of dating I suppose I'd be a bit more direct a lot more direct you know kind mm. of at that point when I'm not feeling it I just sort of say look this isn't kind of going anywhere a lot of the time uh, I guess people have their intuitions and we all understand and, and you know I've been dumped as well in the past and you kind of accept it the one thing I've taken back out of the last maybe six years or so is just to have really zero ego about this kind of thing okay. and to accept and to also um, appreciate that other people might not be 
as immediately accepting of kind of you being dumped I suppose or um, so okay if we were to <laughs> this is so mean I'm so sorry oh god I wouldn't do this unless <laughs> you're my friend but say if you were to like tot up over the last just say 10 years how many times have you been been dumped versus how many times have you been the dumper oh christ that's really put me on that's the harsh isn't it right? yeah. give me give me like a an approximate would it be okay are we looking at like 80 20 I try to be real mature about it. And that's okay. a, that's in the realms of like, how many people have you slept with? Well, you know, I like, mean, I might ask you that. So prepare. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> no one's been able to pull that out of me. So, you know, good luck. Uh, if anyone can, I can. Turn off the mics there, Cassie. Um, but no, um, in terms of the... Um, look, I think I'm just trying to be mature about it, especially if I'm working really hard. Again, a lot of the time, it's not really long-term relationships. It's not really something serious. Now, that's from my perspective. I do appreciate that as well. Um you never know somebody could uh, probably definitely somebody was well annoyed at me thinking that I was sort of misleading them at one stage but at some stage but you know it's not really the case miscommunication well I like to be mature about the whole thing and I have been approached when I was young in my younger 20s like uh, when I was I was myself a little bit emotionally mature um, about dating and uh, you know when you're kind of being dumped or kind of being let go whatever the fucking the bloody term is um you just got to accept it. Mm. And that's the other person's journey as well. If I'm feeling it, it's better than me dragging it out and then really like. Yeah, no, that's down fair. That is fair. That is, I don't, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not blaming you for jumping. No, anyone, no, no. But like. Otherwise you would currently be dating 78 people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what I mean is. Really it, taking that chic thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, look, um, I like to call it early when I feel it. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I, I've worked and I've always worked with a lot older people and I learned that kind of mindset from working with older people mm-hmm. all the time. Um, and can I ask, when you are, when you just, when you like get to the point where you're like, okay, I want to call this, like I want this to, to be wound up in mm. whatever way, shape or form that's going to be. What's your approach? If it's, say for instance, it's a six or seven month long courtship shall yeah, we say yeah. <laughs> what do you like how do you usually, <clears throat> usually i'm pretty direct okay so and you would you do it by so okay like text no face to face yeah now like there's been a few good times like like i said you, sometimes it's just it's a mismatch with that person and they take it really personally and I, it's not i'm not judging people who are, who have like backlashed at me for being a bit mm. like you know this isn't kind of working out like Sad, i was yeah. like i was stringing them along or something you know well, uh, to me it's like what was the expectation you know marriage at the end of this mm-hmm. tunnel you know yeah, whatever you know probably <laughs> you know but um yeah i i, I suppose so like but with, i like i said within the six month mark i have to kind of make that call mm. and i'm re- usually very direct with the people i'm dating and so what you'll like say I'm like, I'm not sure. They'll be over at your house and you'll say, look. I'm not sure I'm feeling this. And there's been a few times where it's like Tinder kind of dates and it's not even Tinder, like a sort of dating thing that would be going on for a number of months. But Mm. you'd be seeing them like once or twice a month or something like that over a period of months. That could just naturally dissipate into nothing, you know, and that's perfectly fine too. And I don't take offense to it. Even if I, like there's been situations where I've texted people or tried to contact them at some point and maybe I wouldn't have heard back I honestly again zero ego you know about the whole thing okay. like we're all living our lives and for me that's kind of the like, I I like to approach people the way I'd want to be approached in the sense that if I'm seeing somebody long term speci- particularly um, yeah. I'd tell them you know straight so like I'm not really feeling this this is like I'm, I'm kind of busy or I've got a lot of work or whatever it is that's kind of holding me back at the time mm. um, 
I'm not as crazy a casual dater as like this might be coming up, but at the same time, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I tend to be, um, yeah, I'll take things relatively kind of chill. Yeah. And um, have you ever ghosted someone? <sighs> Honestly? Yeah. P- probably. Uh, like, I'm, I'm sure I've been ghosted a few times, but like you need to understand the amount of workloads that I've got on me at one stage I was managing three businesses you know and it was the kind of situation where but is that, it wasn't is prepared that, to is be that dating an acceptable you know? excuse though it's not, like, that, it's not that I'm ghosting them intentionally it's like I'm I might do a three weeks into work yeah like we're talking like yeah morning to night yeah, weekends yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then um and then remembering oh yeah yeah let me reach out to this person and the reaction might not be as warm do you get me so I get that kind of yeah. happens but that that's there's a trend there with that okay whether they believe me or not like i'm genuinely up to my eyes half yeah. the time but and so do you think that there's um okay so put it this way you're really really busy with work for three weeks and uh, this is coming from a, a perspective of like i think women who are, are straight women who are dating straight men mm. There's there's this thing of, you know, <clears throat> you say, okay, I'm really I've been really really busy the last 3 weeks, that's why I haven't been on to you. And you are so genuine about that and that is the absolute truth out of you. Mm-hmm. But the girl takes that to mean that you just aren't into her enough because you don't respect her enough to get on to her and be like, "Look, this is what's been going on. I'm so sorry I haven't been on to you, but I'll be really busy for that." You know what I mean? As opposed to like if she literally didn't cross your mind for 3 weeks because you've been so busy, that indicates it's not to even, her. I do like preface it sometimes. Like I do okay, say, so oh, do look, say I've got I a few. Yeah, yeah I've got, I'm going to be like really off the rails in the next mm-hmm. uh, while. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes when you just start seeing somebody, you might not be like, they're not on your sort of mind to text every part of the day. Like, yeah. you know, that kind of yeah. thing. Um, so you might forget and text them a couple of weeks later or something like that, three weeks later. And mm-hmm. um, now the reactions are kind of like usually laughing at the situation, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm kind of showing that I've been through this a few times kind of thing <laughs> but like I mean like it's happened to me where uh I would have been texting somebody and then I don't hear back from them mm. they're living their life somewhere I'm not going to be uh like so you so if you it. if you're ghosted you're like that's fine right? I don't even I, honestly it doesn't bother me at all like it's not we're living in a kind of time now where it's, it can be super casual and things mm. are very relaxed and like I I would hope that I'm not offending like women that I'm interested in along the way and, and upsetting them rather. Mm-hmm. Um, and those who do to me or few or whatever number that's done to me, um, again, I've never once kind of been upset about been it. I just like, it yeah, they're, they're doing their own thing. Can you see why someone might take that personally? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think we all have to kind of walk our own path and sort of, come to peace with these sort of things and especially when it's something that's quite i'm not saying i'm ghosting people all the time it's not (laughs) the thing Uh, but it's like you really shouldn't let people especially that early on in in a sort of a stage of getting to know somebody to really get you we're all trying to fit each other in especially in our adult lives and shouldn't really you if if those kind of things are going to be really upsetting you then you might need to reassess like uh, if you how you should approach dating yeah Um, and i think that's probably like because the vast majority of the people that listen to the podcast are female. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm terrified. <laughs> don't be. <laughs> no, I'm They're lovely females. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so what I what I'm like, I actually think that's kind of valuable in a way to get that perspective because it's interesting. Like you're not 
you're not doing that because you don't necessarily like a person. You're not doing that deliberately. You're not doing that disrespectfully. You're just living your life. And yeah, at, at, at the same time, actually, mm. it's not to say that when I was younger, I, I, I wouldn't kind of... I, look, we're all trying to learn at some stage yeah. with this type of stuff. And yeah. I'm not saying I treated everybody of cross paths with like... With utter complete respect. Exactly. Yeah. But, I, but I try my best to be a gent with people, you know, yeah. I've like been uh, relatively good to whoever I meet you know outside of even dating uh, yeah. in general but um except me <laughs> well I mean <laughs> we you, kill each you, other. you bring it on to yourself uh <laughs> <laughs> but the point being is that like I I do get people getting upset over it um I try to not do it and every now and again if it for instance if it's if I know it's not going anywhere mm-hmm. I spell it out like mm-hmm. even like I'm not going to be meeting up with them over coffee to tell them it's like look um sorry it's not yeah. I, I don't have the time and it's it's not working for me kind of thing um and then yeah that's it but we need to learn not to be upset by other people's kind of um actions or when they're so kind of not that direct really they're Mm -hmm. not intentionally trying to upset you now i'm speaking for myself as well Mm -hmm. i'm sure there's a lot of women who have been strung along and upset you know and they find out that somebody they're dating uh, has a wife or whatever it is you know that kind of thing um it's just my perspective has been purely sort of mm. largely casual um so i'm going to ask you <laughs> sorry again i apologize i'm going to ask you a series of yes or no questions so i just want a yes or a no oh god okay. <laughs> have you ever used a dating app just purely to get the ride yeah definitely okay. <laughs> who hasn't me. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, <laughs> the, you're the anomaly here. <laughs> <laughs> and Cassie, Cassie has her hand up. Good God. No, but look, okay, <laughs> granted, I'm a straight woman, Cassie's a gay woman. We we may not have been on apps because, you know, I'm in a relationship. Well, I mean, if you're in, yeah, you're you're married, Cassie, you're in a relationship. relationship. But yeah, so, I mean, okay, that forfeits. No, no, it's fair, you know, it's yeah, fair, yeah, yeah no, I feel like we're, we're outnumbering you unfairly, actually. Um, I'm sure there's loads of guys listening to the podcast with their hands in the air. Uh, but I mean, it's not and just, girls. it's not just, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've been approached, well, approached, I've, I've matched with people online. Who've uh, just wanted the right. Yeah, exactly. So. And how do you, um, okay, I've, I've gone off my yes, no list, but I'll come back to it. <laughs> um, how do you communicate that to someone? And how do they communicate it to you? Have you ever had a girl get onto you and be like, hey, you're, you look hot on your profile. Do you want to No, well, bone? I, I, in my experience, I'd never really say it uh, on texting straight away. It's kind okay. of up on meeting up and it doesn't mean sex on the first date or anything like that. Okay. But um it, it just becomes kind of it gets if it, it can be so in dating i can be pretty straightforward at the beginning where i'm like i'm just looking for something casual mm-hmm. or i'm i'm not looking for anything serious is, is that that's phrase, usually in person okay right yeah so you'd so, meet them first yeah yeah so you wouldn't just text mm, them and be like hey i I'm, i've got the horn can i've we? never really done it because my approach isn't really like that online okay. i try to be really respectful again i'm not i'm really not like blowing smoke up my own ass here but like the point no, is well, say that tr- you're respectful yeah but i try i try not to, to be totally like that direct online and mm-hmm. you gotta study a person you know you know you never understand like something could be texted we all know this like you mm-hmm. could be texting a friend or a brother or a sister or whatever and they'd be getting super offended about something you wrote they just misread it you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just tend to be careful and like I think in your own words never commit anything to <laughs> online or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a rule that like I'd never put anything into a text message that I wouldn't want to be put on a billboard yeah um, so there's a lot of voice notes <laughs> oh yeah yeah that are Sandy. subsequently deleted no they're perfect um, okay so have you ever been lied to um by a woman you were dating 
lied to. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I have. Yeah. Um, like, come on, like I've I've learned. I'm I'm sure I've been lied to. I'm sure I've been cheated on. You know, like that kind of stuff does happen. Some I can think of one or two examples in my head, but <laughs> don't name names. No, hell no. I'm not but, getting um, sued. <laughs> sued over what the truth. <laughs> but yeah, the point being is that um, I've had people kind of being un- un- dishonest with me before, mm-hmm. and. I've never caught anybody cheating, but once you have kind of um, sort of that intuition that something isn't straight, then yeah, maybe that is going on. And um, yeah, I guess it's happened and I've learned from it. Now it's hurt me a lot in the past. Like in a way, it took me a long time to recover, but Mm -hmm. that's why I've learned over those years to sort of be really relaxed and like whatever person that offends me in any way or upsets me in any way, they're probably not like, really intentionally going out to destroy you or anything like that mm-hmm. you know and they're walking their path i'm walking mine and if i'm gonna let somebody who is a negative force in my life affect me that much mm-hmm. i need to sort of assess how i'm reacting and keep my mental health really kind of upbeat mm-hmm. positive and not let negative forces take me down and it's done it's taking me down like i used to suffer from anxiety because of that kind of stuff when i was in my late teens early 20s you know mm-hmm. i think maybe because of that i developed kind of a um thicker skin and mm-hmm learning not to like let people upset mechanism. you it's not even a coping mechanism it's kind of a uh, coping mechanism makes it sound like it's a survival thing or whatever for me it's just like you do you and i'm gonna do me and if like it's not working out i'm not gonna be upset what by how you're behaving and i think mm-hmm. dating in general would be perfect it would be a really really good environment if that's the way it was but just people getting really like butthurt and upset over things that kind of blow over after a couple of weeks or months especially if it's a shorter term thing mm. but just as an aside butthurt is one of my least favorite words butthurt Ugh. okay we're moving on have <laughs> you so that's the topic of if you've been lied, lied to, to. Yeah. Have oh god you... I'm, I'm giving you i'm going on tangents here but yeah um, yeah no i I'm, like I'm it very we, sure we I've been a lied to. <laughs> Grand. <laughs> we've an hour to film yeah. take as many tangents as you want <laughs> i'm going into these philosophy sessions here but yeah uh, that's sure. what always happens with you you're very philosophical um have you ever lied in a dating or a relationship scenario lied about what anything where you are who you're seeing what you've done how many people you've had sex with i never i think that's too personal a question the the the, how many people you slept with Mm. i I think it's just like like what's the point you Mm -hmm. know what are you gaining from that information i never asked it Mm -hmm. even if i find out it wouldn't upset me but i'd never ask it it's Mm -hmm. like how much money do you make how much like how many people have you slept with and trying to get into these if you're in a long-term relationship and for whatever reason you need to know something that personal even i think really long-term relationships you don't need to know that Mm -hmm. but um the point it's never a need to know thing i think there are just people who i think it comes from a place of insecurity if you really need to know like how many people you slept with and i I don't think it's healthy um, to disclose that, really. Um, and can I ask? No one uh, gets closure from it, <laughs> you know? No, no, Jesus, there's definitely no closure from yeah. that question because there's, it's always open-ended. You can always so It probably take. sounds like, Jesus, that was a really long-winded answer. Uh, that guy slept with so many people. <laughs> but this is the thing. The reason it's so open-ended a question is because depending on the person, different people are going to have different reactions to your answer. So for me, I don't care. Like, if you've slept with two or two thousand people i don't care but there are some definitely people somewhere in between <laughs> well thank god we hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but no have a light any- no, but you know what i mean like some people like people take that answer to d- d- differently like a guy and this i want to ask you this as well like a guy 
say for instance a, a girl said well look I've only actually slept with one person yeah. are you going to hear that information and then assume things about her you know what I mean like if really? you no like I, I'm genuinely like <laughs> egalitarian about the whole thing I would never judge anybody on anything like whether it's a, a low number or a high number because like again they're living their life I'm living mine mm-hmm. I don't really care for my number I don't want to care for yours I don't care for yours yeah. um, what's more important especially if you're trying to build a relationship with somebody is what's happening right now you know between us and uh, that's very wise yeah I'm very wise <laughs> if, you, if you haven't noticed <laughs> I actually haven't oh, you've right, kept yeah. that well hidden it's behind all the clumsy stupidity and <laughs> lateness lateness yeah the late <laughs> Abe lady. just has Abe has never been on time for a single thing in his entire life that's not true it is like casual friendly stuff yeah i'm probably gonna be not on time but today was 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 not a casual friendly thing <laughs> no. we had an actual episode of podcast <laughs> to record sure, you put my foot in it yeah uh, but yeah listen um you know we're not, no one's perfect uh <laughs> least of all you <laughs> no, i never said i was um what was the the question have i lied to anybody yeah um you know what i like one of my biggest pet peeves like that ruins somebody for me like in their character mm. is if they are a liar or a thief you know and interesting they how many thieves do you know it's not necessarily stealing from me if somebody's dishonest with either money or property or whatever it is okay, okay, I okay, t- okay. I, that's a character flaw that like you know it's a deal breaker yeah for you. and okay. it's not just like in dating it's for for everybody and i've you know through my throughout all of my work and careers and whatever it is if if I see that characteristic I like put that person a mile away from me in Mm -hmm. sense uh, with work and so on so have I lied when I was younger 100% like I'm pretty sure I have I don't keep a log of (laughs) all the uh, untruths Uh, (laughs) do you know how do you keep track of them (laughs) I mean yeah what's in your notebook um, (laughs) this is my notebook the book of lies lies. (laughs) 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 yeah um it's just an empty page, uh, an, <laughs> an empty book. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Abe is a liar written on one of the pages, <laughs> which is a lie. And um, but no, like I'm not saying. Um, oh God, I don't think I really lie. I don't really, really, really don't like lying, and mm. I try to be as truthful as possible. I think we had a little chat. I think before, um, especially when I'm trying to gauge the early parts of like dating or a relationship, I don't lie, but I might like omit that I'm not taking things a little seriously because I'm trying to gauge what's kind of going on mm-hmm. uh, in that situation myself. Do you equate lying and omitting as the same or, or no? N- only if it's like a prolonged omission where yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, by the way, I have a child and, and, and a wife and children, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big, yeah, <laughs> well, that's no, a big like, um, Which, just to clarify, Abe does not have a wife or a child. I'm fairly, sing- I'm fairly single, yeah. <laughs> but um, the point being... <clears throat> I try not to lie. I try to be as, as direct and truthful as possible. Mm-hmm. I'm flawed. I probably, you know, upset person. I think I'm trying to think of anything recent. I really, really can't think of. I Generally, if somebody, I grew up in a household where if you're upset with something, you're really like direct with it. Okay. Um, so. Uh, and you grew up surrounded by women as well, didn't you? Yeah. Well, really strong women. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was an upbringing and a half. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> he sounds terrified. No, 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 you're but, the, but you're the eldest. Just to put it in in context, you're the eldest child in your family of, of four, four children. Yeah. You've got two sisters. You also have a brother, but you've got two very strong-minded sisters, and you've got a very, um, very strong mother and grandmother. A power stallion of a mother. A power horse, <laughs> you might say. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, she's. Uh, they're all incredible, really, and they, they they branched off in different ways, but they all have the same kind of mentality. Um, 
Uh, and to be honest with you, like even my career in government and, and working in photography now, I'm actually like incredibly way more surrounded by women now. Um, sort of, especially female leaders and the directors and project leading types, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, really, really strong headed. Um, not to say they haven't come across that kind of charisma in, in men, mm -hmm. but um, it's a different thing in women. And I grew up around that my entire life. Um, and I guess that's where the kind of trying to be sure you're respectful and the respectfulness kind of comes from. Mm -hmm. I've had a relatively, I, I'm, I'm really, really happy about the way my relationship with my mother and sisters it's super healthy. Uh, now we all argue and fight all the of time, course, yeah, yeah. but it's super honest. Um, and and do, do we're you never think upset that, for too long. Do you think that maybe, um, maybe the relationship, because you've you've grown up with really strong, very direct, very forthright women, do you think that because you're used to that, that you know, when you're dating or whatever, you have an expectation that women might appreciate directness and want that level of honesty and you know do you think that might have influenced your the way uh, you treat women you date yeah i'd say so yeah like the, the way i approach this is the thing about dating in general i don't go into dating with any expectations okay that's the main thing i think like that's the biggest problem in dating is like when it's sort of a mismatched expectation at the beginning and you've okay. got like issues that kind of brew from one party wanting like a relationship and thinking about marriage and okay. kids mm -hmm. and the other party kind of going i've got work to do and i really like you but i want this to be casual so when you um, say expectations yeah you mean like you don't have any expectation of i would like this to turn into a relationship or i would like i go to into most dating just wanting to hang out with someone that's okay. kind of really genuinely especially the last since i was i think the turning point was around 25 okay. so um i think the backbone to my experience with women would have been my mom and sisters but my entire life i've been in boy schools the entire my entire growing life mm -hmm. and then in my when my career took off in, in the medical stuff with government, I was in a fairly conservative male-dominated world. Like, yeah, I had yeah. very little contact with women. And when I did, they're, like, super women, you know, the mm -hmm. directors of hospitals or, or, or consultants and so on. Mm -hmm. um, but the... Uh, I'm trying to kind of rally it back to what I was talking about <laughs> a second ago. Um, sorry, where was I? I can't remember. Yeah, but like talking, to, uh, this is the thing about me going on tangents. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like being, being sort of. We were, yeah, we were talking about your expectations in, in relationships. Yeah. yeah, but being direct at the beginning is great, but I think there's, that's where the biggest problem is, kind mm -hmm. of this mismatch of expectations, I mm -hmm. suppose. And I go in going into these things as just wanting to hang out with somebody. Mm -hmm. I'm not really interested in um, and being too and serious at first because you got to gauge each other's personalities. Like, Do you always say that though? At the start I, of something? I, I guess not. It's fairly, like, no. well, maybe like I, I, like depends how conversation flows and yeah. if i'm asked about my dating life and things like that like this conversation i'm sure has happened with with, with girls girls with i'm yeah, dating yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. um girl, i said that like with girls as if i'm not a girl but i, I yeah, don't not in your presence i don't think yeah, i am no <laughs> we were talking about this yesterday it's yeah. like it's, it's, we're completely like asexual yeah, like each other. genuinely yeah. like my sister yeah, yeah. but uh, the point being um the the 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I, I try to be direct and honest mm-hmm. from the very beginning. But at the same time, I I think that's the, where there's an appeal as well from the very beginning when I'm dating is that I just want to be have a good time in terms of not, not, not have a good time, go back home, whatever. Mm-hmm. I want to just have a good time with somebody and chill out and get to know this person. And, you know, 80, 90% of the time, it, it's just friendly banter. Okay. You know, it goes nowhere. So if you say you're on a first date with someone and you think it's not, it's not going well. Not, not not for any particular reason, but just like you're not clicking, you haven't had that kind of connection or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you navigate not going on a second date if that is what the other person assuming of course that that's what the other person wants because maybe you know there might not be a connection from from your side but there might have been a connection from the other side in my experience yeah it falls back into the whole being super busy thing so if i'm i'm like again i text sometimes to kind of like if it's a one date you kind of you get a vibe from the very beginning and half the time you don't hear from them either you know okay um if it's not kind of working out it's I'll put it this way, you go out and hang out in a festival or some sort of night out and you bump into these randomers and you get on really, really well that night, uh, completely like platonic yeah, situation. Yeah, pals, yeah. I was like, oh, we got to hang out again. This is this is a great night. And then you don't get in touch ever again. That happens mm-hmm. all the time as well. But we don't take offense from that. You know, mm-hmm. Th- this is my approach as well with the kind of dating. I, I purely appreciate that that's not the way kind of people do it. Um, not all people anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But um I, 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 I like go really goes back to it, just not taking offense from these things, and maybe maybe that's where I fall. It's like my expectation of them is that they wouldn't be. They won't take offense. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I, I genuinely don't intend to hurt people. That's yeah. not my. Yeah. It's no one's intention, really. Like, How do you feel about the term "fuck boy"? Yikes. <laughs> I actually uh, think. Do you I like actually, how I asked that question? Yeah, with, with that expression. <laughs> uh, we need a video camera here. Uh, but anyway, um, or can I just film you while you're saying it? No, please don't. <laughs> please don't. Yeah, so, um, so, yeah, how do you feel about it? I, I'm not, again, too familiar with all that goes into it, but the gist of what I got from, like, basically internet memes and just, like, usually just, like, whatever screen caps or whatever online that uses memes or so mm. on. It's like, basically fuckboy is the same term as like saying slut I, as far as I understood it like a dude or so is it offensive I, I would do you take offense because I would take offense to being called a slut yeah that's something I, I, I think if somebody is calling a man a fuckboy in the yeah. same way a man would call a woman a slut 
then yeah, bloody hell, this should be offensive, you know? Um, I don't take offense, again, for most of these things, but I've never been so, called a fuckboy directly. I don't think I've ever behaved in a way that would be that way, but at the same time... Yeah, no, I don't think you have either, actually. Yeah, so... But the point is, my reaction to that word... Because I didn't know what it meant at first. I actually well, thought it meant, meant like a... What's the term? Is it when... Um, like when, when he's like... Somebody's a, a woman sort of plaything like this, her... Fuck buddy or something. Oh yeah, like a yeah, like so a, a guy that a girl just uses for the ride. Like yeah, I understood I that's what fuck boy was at the beginning. My kind of, I don't know. Jeez, maybe I should have googled this before I asked. But <laughs> my kind of understanding of it, like in the context of the way myself, my friends might refer to, so like so say someone texts me and said, "Oh my god, your man was a complete fuck boy." What I would take from that is right or wrong. Now I, again, this might just be my definition, but what I would take from that is he's just out to like completely ruin your life by like leading you down the garden path getting the ride and then disappearing or you know telling you he's only seeing you and being really earnest about it and then actually he's seeing six other people or you know so someone who's just it's not slightly like fucking around a bit yeah but that's what that was that's I, first of all, I would, I've never called anybody a slut, right? Yeah, like no. in my life. Thank, but, thank God. I don't think we'd be friends. <laughs> True. But the point being is, doesn't that sound like a slightly emotional description of how, how a man would react to somebody that they've called a slut? Like there's not, it's yeah. like somebody that's leading around or has, is being uh, what, dishonest. That's, that's the term, how I yeah, understood fair, yeah. fuck boy. Yeah, yeah, Is that it's somebody behaving I dishonestly. And, yeah. and yeah, so it's, it's pretty much the same word. Yeah. Um, so to me, I think it's though, like, like the definition of slut, in, like to differentiate the way I would define fuckboy and the way I define slut is that slut, I would think is more someone who's just like the perception is someone who's just up for it and who's kind of gamey and like sleeps around or, you know, sleeps with loads and loads of people. Not that there's anything obviously wrong with no. any of those traits, but that is the traditional, if you like. Definition to, to me, of a slut. To me, slut is a slur. Like, you oh, know, it is. It completely and, is, and yeah. I, I feel that fuckboy might be falling in that realm. I don't okay. know. Sure, like mm. somebody I've offended or somebody I, I wasn't communicating with in the past might have even called me that or whatever. But genuinely, I, d I don't really know what it takes. And I've never tried to mislead people. And again, I try to be as direct as possible. Mm -hmm. So... But, so, but I just, you I just feel like the take word offense is, if someone called The word that. is unattractive. Like it's yeah. some, there's something really ugly about it. Yeah. So um, you're, it, it comes from the same... Uh, like sort of there's a nastiness about it that's similar to the way of a guy might call a woman a slut mm -hmm. um, do you, have you ever been are these part of your questions or what oh no what the, the list of questions that you've had oh no sorry I've, I've completely <laughs> gone off that well All no right, the, the ones that I wanted to ask were like have you ever just got onto a, a date nap to hook up with someone and then have you ever um, ghosted someone have you lied in a relationship have you been lied to and the last one here on the list is have you ever been heartbroken oh hell yeah jesus yeah but you were about to ask something else so put a pin in that and then no that's what i was about. Oh, that's literally okay. yeah that, that was my next question it really was it's, yeah so, i'm very good at this yeah yeah, yeah no, I, I, kudos <laughs> uh, but yeah like the, the um genuinely yeah i think very early on in my dating life and like my personal life was a bit rocky uh, as a kid you know just typical teenager anxieties and um Relation. You did have a lot going on, in fairness. Yeah, yeah, you'd be very familiar. And um, so, you know, I, I, maybe the first few girls or women or whatever you want to call it, uh, earlier dating, uh, really hurt me when the, um, it's like experiencing something for the first time, you know? Mm -hmm. 
I'm pretty sure like the first person I dated kind of cheated on me. Okay. And that was really painful, you know. And and when you say you're pretty sure, they obviously did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but we were kids. Like I, like, I actually I know her, and it's 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 in fact it's, it wasn't even cheating to me at the time. Whatever it is, like yeah. it was very yeah, very yeah, small. Yeah. Um. But at the time, it was all new to me, so just like it just destroyed me. But yeah. then at the same time, um, like other relationships came up over years after that in my early twenties, and new experiences came from somebody behaving negatively towards me, and I'm like, oh, that really is not that's not a good feeling. And um, from that, I learned obviously red flags. You know, when you're dating people and they behave in similar ways to somebody that's hurt you before, you kind of go, mm, I got this. Mm-hmm. Um, what, are, what are your red flags? Lying, I lying. suppose, yeah. Thievery. Yeah, okay. Lies You're and very thieves. familiar, lives and thieves. My <laughs> life is surrounded by lies, liars and <laughs> Just thieves. Just when you said thieves, like, I, I mean. Uh, in, in the general sense. I know sense, what you mean. You know, I people get you are now, yeah. dishonest and so on. Um, what other red flags do you have? It really falls into, into that realm of dishonesty. Okay. Um, if people are being a bit coy around you about certain things. Um, had a girlfriend before that was kind of like covering her phone a little bit and that to me was like a deal breaker you know she's mm-hmm. like what do you want me not to see that kind mm-hmm. of thing but not that i I've, not that i fucking bloody want to check or anything mm-hmm. like you know i don't know why i'm cursing and covering myself there but That's yeah right. um you're allowed it's all a game here <laughs> you're allowed to curse uh, on podcast it's yeah great. absolutely so um would you speak into the mic jesus I've, I've moved it twice it's just right in my face it's meant to be okay so anyway god we're like really know, like we're bickering like we're back home but back the point, point being is that i don't let these <laughs> things happen anymore um I've, I've got these red flags that kind of i know when they come up like uh, yeah. some certain behaviors and now i'm trying to be honest with myself so that i don't like you know dating somebody six eight months down the line i realize oh yeah okay this is are, not are good. there any like yellow flags I, I really wouldn't have put if i put thought to it you know, we haven't got all the time here, but, yeah. but probably, probably there's some like behaviors th- at the beginning. Yeah, like things, mild things that you're like, hmm, not mad about that, but sure, we'll let it fly. I prefer headstrong people. So sometimes at the very beginning, if I kind of, we're all trying to get to know each other. We might fancy each other. Like we're sexually attracted to each other. There's a lot of like mental and otherwise stimulation there going on. You might like brush off these yellow flags, you know, mm-hmm. and then later on down the line, you find out that, you know, they they have developed into red flags <laughs> yeah kind of and a lot of the time maybe y- you know I'm, I'm still working on my kind of uh, my approach to certain behaviors and my own mental health just making sure that i'm always at like peace with myself you know it sounds really hippie-ish but that's kind of the way i kind of deal with things and that person might not be there yet either you know and that to me might be kind of a yellow flag because i like really like this person i might kind of brush that off kind of weird little weak behaviors or something like that Whereas I'm really attracted to kind of like somebody who's got their head on straight and, um, you know, just a headstrong kind of general person. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of comes I from my background. Based on what I've seen, I think it's fair to say that you, yeah, you like not just headstrong people, but you like people who have a strong sense of who they are. Like because, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Confidence is like super hot. Yeah, <laughs> you know? but, but not like, yeah, co- confidence um, as in. And, and and I know you mean not just in like an outgoing way. You mean as in they could be quite shy, but they are very sure of themselves. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that assuredness in, in, in like I'm very sure and confident in myself, you know, um, not in any cocky way, but I appreciate that in other people. You know, they've got their own life going on. They've got control of things. And um, if I'm really attracted to that person, 
and they're attracted to me I'd, I'd hope that something kind of goes on there you know that's mm -hmm. that's kind of where the stronger dating the longer dates long term, or the yeah, when they become relationships, relationships or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. uh kind of happen uh but um yeah those 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 maybe yellow flags that turn to red flags pretty quick when they're kind of they need to kind of work on themselves and their kind of their approach to their own sort of mental health and just mm -hmm. kind of being develop those strengths you know mm -hmm. um do you ever feel like by so say you're dating someone and you are you and you quite like them and like physically you have a connection and you you know you're getting on together well or whatever on dates and then you start a sexual relationship do you ever think that I don't know I'm trying to think of a way of putting this that won't offend you and everyone, <laughs> everyone I mean <laughs> come on you've been you've been doing a great job so far <laughs> I mean like as in what I'm trying to say is do you ever feel like when you treat women because you, I know you treat women really well and I know you're very respectful I try yeah. do, you, do you ever think I, I, it's not really it's like it's, it sounds like it's almost like something that I actively do I just treat them like how I want to be treated I treat, treat people them, yeah. sorry the, the, how respect. I want to be treated yeah um, I find that out in my mid-twenties, again, because I had very little, and I'm sorry, I'm going to have to cut in your question there. No, no, not at all, so, go ahead. So, um, it, it took around my mid-twenties to realize I had very few female friends in my life. Like, you were literally one of maybe three. Okay. And you'd be probably the first, I think. Yeah. Like, we just hit it off as mates from the from day one. From the get-go, yeah. Um, but because of, you know, growing up in boys' schools and, um, and, and then the work kind of environment that I had... Uh, it was limited. Mm -hmm. Like most of my women experience was limited to like dating, dating and bars yeah, or whatever dating, and, yeah, and yeah, apps yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. So that kind of, um, I suppose, changed over the last five or six years where I'm like, yeah, uh, the best way to kind of approach uh, dating is to just hang out with people and treat them like normal. And I, I don't really treat, don't treat women well with the quotation marks mm. there. I just treat, I just, I'm just normal yeah you know they're, yeah. Um, they're like i'm not saying they're like a dude to me because whatever but like uh at the same time i don't try to um i don't go over the top or anything i just treat them well you just treat them the way they're yeah. supposed what to was your question initially <laughs> my question was do you ever think that the, the fact that you i don't know because you you don't go into things treating women badly you'll, you'll treat them well you'll take them to nice places you'll do nice things you'll be very respectful you'll be understanding you'll listen you'll do all those nice things and then the assumption I mean, maybe that's a maybe that's a flaw in the people that are dating you or whatever but I, I get the feeling that sometimes people think that those are all indicators of something more serious developing do you know what I, do you get yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah so and then, and then all of a sudden you're like, no, oh, this isn't really working out. And and you're being completely forthright and honest and, and straightforward. Yeah, I, but they have kind of well, from assumed the, uh, like that for the for the for the sort of short few dates, if it's like two or three dates, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't look too far into it. You know, half the time you, you really have to gauge it. Like, if be, I've, I've like I said, I've been hurt when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be um, uh, like whenever I'm dating somebody I have not low expectations but I have no expectations I want to kind of just enjoy yeah. the kind of yeah. experience with this new person in my life and mm -hmm. yeah we're gonna have a good time we're gonna have we're going out to have fun to have a new experience with yeah. a different new person mm -hmm. um that's how I'd come at it and then mm -hmm. maybe they would read into it too much sometimes but then a lot of the time or some of the time I I'm really keen you know mm -hmm. um so that's also 
that does happen yeah um but it's not a kind of thing where i'm misleading them for ages and yeah. kind of like no not intentionally no three but, four yeah. six months down the line kind of like hey, yeah by the way i'm super casual <laughs> <laughs> and have <laughs> you why 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 did you do that in an american accent <laughs> just that's my sleazy voice <laughs> hey baby <laughs> uh and so see the way you said there that um that's happened to you before i'm ha- oh, sorry actually has that happened to you before where you've been really keen on someone and then surely in my in my like yeah. early 20s like i said if you're dating not recently though probably not no no i don't think so and is that just because you know yourself enough to be like like you're self-assured enough that you're like it you're you don't get led on if you like no half the time yeah i think it's just a case where i uh, but that goes back to having like no expectations of a situation until mm-hmm. you're either having that conversation or you know it's it's, it's very intimate uh, for a long time mm-hmm. you know and you, maybe you should have that conversation at that stage yeah. but for me um i like those it's just a few couple of dates at, maybe at the beginning and then if it's serious awesome uh, yeah. like that could develop into something good right. can i ask um so abe sent me some notes um and there was one that i really i don't know what you mean so i'm just going to ask you so the, the note basically said radical honesty kills mystery <laughs> it's actually something i've heard before what does, and what does um, that mean what do you mean by that I like say? i i think that from the get-go um learning everything about your partner is or the the potential partner just it's, it's like uh, what's that shakespearean things like a a candle burns bright burns fast kind of thing mm-hmm. it's, it's that same thing where you just don't um you shouldn't rush into anything you know and uh so pr- like as in on a first date is this what you mean like so meeting someone and then being like given like telling you absolutely all of their truths. yeah yeah all of their truths their sexual history their uh what their their kinks what they're to that kind of thing mm-hmm. it's never really happened to that degree before unless mm-hmm. unless actually that's what that person is trying to communicate that that's purely what they want you yeah. know it's super yeah. casual yeah that's happened before but mm-hmm. uh and that's perfect because that's that's what it's intended to be very clear, sort of short yeah, yeah. and clear experience um but the i like to kind of get to know somebody over a period of time and mm-hmm. you know develop that um especially when i'm super interested in that person mm-hmm. um what do you think of the concept of friends with benefits or fuck buddies? And because obviously sometimes they're not necessarily your friend. Because I know you've you have had one in the past. Yeah. Um, a fairly like long term one as yeah, well. It was like five or six years, no stranger yeah. kind of thing. But we 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 got on like mates, you know. Yeah, but like you didn't feel obliged to like catch up with her. All you felt obliged to do was like have sex with her. Yeah, but we'd catch up and when we do meet, you know that kind of yeah, thing. Briefly. So, but that was that was. I think both of us, again, that's exactly where actually it was like a perfect meeting with somebody who had the same, she had her own sort of career agenda and I was, I had my my own thing. And, but we really enjoyed each other's company. And actually for the longest time, she would have been the only person I slept with. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it wasn't a relationship we, we had, because we weren't going to try and kind of get into each other's lives in a way that didn't feel comfortable yeah. for either of us. Because I never met her. Yeah, that would have been awkward though. Well, yeah, like this we never, is my we fuck ne- buddy, but, <laughs> like as in, we like, never really met. You wouldn't, it, you know, because I've, I've met, I've met your girlfriends that you've had over the last however many years. I've yeah. met girlfriends and I've, you know, gone to brunch with them or whatever. And I, but I've never met her in spite of the fact that she was around for. I know, yeah, a it's long a, it's time. A, that that is an unusual one, but it was it was fantastic in the sense that yeah. um, we had a really, it was actually a really healthy relationship in the sense that we both 
had the same intentions and um uh we respected our boundaries but at the same time really like i really really like this person she's great night i think i don't know what's going on in her life now but um uh we actually stopped communicating because she was getting into a relationship um and i didn't take offense like it was a case where like i get it you do your thing we've been doing this for a long time and that was kind of the boundary and i'm very respectful of boundaries you might have kind of picked up from me here no way so uh <laughs> yeah that's kind of how that was but um and did you, were you disappointed when that ended because that must have been a fairly convenient um outlet for it wasn't sex it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't heartbreak but it was kind of like oh okay i'm sure I'll, you know like it was the kind of person that i was happy to see do you get me it wasn't the yeah. kind of person that um uh, and obviously there were perks <laughs> but like <laughs> at the same time um she had her own life i had my own life kind of going on and yeah. that was kind of the understanding as far as i know from my perspective yeah. what was going on for life and part. have you tried to engineer a new um fuck buddy sort of situation no, no. and actually that the one we just spoke about happened really naturally we were out like i was out she was out and we bumped into each other that was the kind of thing yeah. um and, of, and how did because I've never had one <laughs> so um, I'm interested to know how do you like okay so say it's Tuesday and it's four o'clock <laughs> and you're going oh I'd love the ride now this evening after dinner do you just text her and say hey and then like the eggplant emoji like what how do you <laughs> do you know what I mean like what do you say like um just looking back at it, it was a mix of, th- it was either her texting me or me texting her. Well, yeah, you know? no, I presume it obviously goes both and, ways. Um, You're not the only one that wanted the yeah, ride. Yeah, yeah, but no, kind of, a lot of the time it couldn't happen last minute. It would be a kind of situation where it's like, oh. So you have to plan it in. Sometimes it's like, oh, you're free on the next couple of days. And I'd be like, yeah, great. I'll see you then. That is it. And so it, was, just, it was exciting. Are you, are you free? And then. And again, it goes into the fact that we both had massive careers that we were working on and, yeah. uh, you know, so then, okay, it's not so like then, I'm going to fit you into this slot. It was a case where I'm free this evening, are you free? And that was it. <laughs> and um, again, that's probably the most casual experience I've ever had in my life. But it was, it was, and it was healthy. Then it was actually healthy, very respectful kind of situation. And then so you'd meet up and just like, would would there even be like a, so how's your week? No, there'd be like, we'd have drinks sometimes. Oh, I like the like color that. you've painted your what? Like, was there ever It wasn't like, just straight like ripping our clothes off. It was more going straight into like uh, going drink and uh, have a drink in, in mine or in a bar or something then or in a hotel or something like that you know okay. so whatever the situation was that's bringing me back now <laughs> sorry <laughs> like wistfully staring off <laughs> yeah. into the distance yeah <laughs> like the, good old days looking at that wall three feet away from me <laughs> uh but yeah no that was again that's once in a blue moon situation it's not really like it's not a regular thing not a regular now. thing not and do you think thing. that um I, I feel like i feel as though you you were both quite uh, not lucky lucky is probably the wrong word but like you're both um, it, it's kind of probably a good thing that you're both very similarly minded in that situation because mm. quite often in those situations one either the guy catches feelings and it, or the girl catches feelings and it, it ends I've had badly. situations I think we've spoken about this before where mm. I would tell somebody up straight up that I'm not interested in anything serious and mm. then that's kind of like what it feels like for a few months. Okay, so and it's kind of like a fuck buddy sort of situation. Yeah, and, and but then somewhere down the line, it's like you're in your words catching feelings or whatever. Yeah. And um, like again, I think it's really important in anything you do in your life to kind of remove the ego because then you're just 
you're hindering yourself in a lot of things mm. in, in, in relationships and friendships and business whatever it is so if you're taking things personally you're going to get hurt so this person i remember one particular uh, girl where she got really upset with me because i was like feel these she had feelings for me i'm like i, I really appreciate that somebody likes me yeah, to course. the point yeah, that they yeah. get upset that i'm not into them in the mm-hmm. same way that they're into me or it's not even like that it's that i'm not ready for something like that mm-hmm. you know at the time and I've had people get really upset with me and it's to do with their ego. Like mm-hmm. I'm this particular individual really like, I'm not going to use that word they used earlier, but her ego was hurt. And um, yeah, thank you. Don't don't say that yeah, word again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you're thinking about it, aren't you? I oh, am. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you know, and in, in a bad way where she became rude to me and that was kind of, that's kind of the opposite of what happened to me mm-hmm. with the with the first person. I'm Have you about. ever caught feelings in a previously build fuck buddy situation? Mm, don't think so. No. Well, it's not, I haven't had too many of those to get me. No, I understand. But like, have you? has there ever been a time where you were like, oh, this is just casual. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I feel, feel things. Earlier, is there a heart there? My earlier 20s, maybe. Yeah, but you not know, now. They're blurrier times. Again, you kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I grew up in a way where, like I said, you learn from your mistakes and, and the pain that you feel because you misjudged situation mm-hmm. or somebody had hurt you in a way you've never experienced before but what you should come out of those situations is learning that like what was wrong with that what could i have done better mm-hmm. um and if it's not about me then i shouldn't take it personally i feel like there's two distinct sides of you the person from the early 20s and the person now and I, the difference it's, it's generally because i surrounded myself with women more after my mid-20s mm. that was it and i was like all right cool you're you're cool dudes too like you know that was the kind of, <laughs> the kind of I, approach i love how it took you to your mid-20s <laughs> to discover how deadly well, women surround are. me with like men for about 15 20 years that's of my happens, life and that's what happens um so do you think that the person that you were in your early 20s versus the person that you were in your or that you are now i should say um, do you think that's coloured by the fact that you were so hurt so deeply in your early 20s? I think the bottom line to everything we're talking about like... is like expectations, okay. you know, and I had, I was so naive and my expectations are sky high, high. for some people and um, of course I got hurt because no one's going to fulfill those things. You have to kind of fulfill those things in yourself before you kind of consider um, like a relationship with somebody for them to fulfill those things, you know, mm-hmm. Um I think that's where my sort of confidence lays mm-hmm. you know i'm very comfortable being by myself as well mm-hmm. for long periods of time mm-hmm. um without dating without hanging out with mates that kind of thing mm-hmm. um but yeah I have think you ever done a mayor's briggs test i'm gonna make you do that after we is that the recording. like ntpf thing whatever yeah it is. yeah i think i did I i'm an enfj and so is oprah and Barack Obama. No, NTPF is a whole other thing. Jesus, <laughs> that's like a medical term for it's yeah, a scheme. Yeah, I know. I know what you were getting <laughs> uh, at, though. Yeah, that, yeah. that is the thing. Um, it's the but yeah, 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 absolutely. I've done a few. I've done some other ones, and um, I guess some interesting results. Yeah. Are you an uh, introvert or an extrovert? Do you think I come out extroverted? You do. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I think we've spoken about it before. You kind of told me I was introverted at one point. It's like, have you, do you have you hung out with me before? Uh, but you know, I no, I'm, no. I'm, but you really because you spend a lot of time alone and you like. But your there's, own there's such things as an extroverted introvert or an introverted extrovert or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so that's I, one or the other. But like, no, like I I'd go out and sort of on a social blowout for a week, ten days. Yeah, and yeah I just yeah, need a yeah. day to sit down and play my PS4 or something, or just watch a film or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. just to stay away from people. And that's fair. Yeah, if, oh, no, if somebody's totally. like on it thirty days a month, you're 
I'm gonna burn out. I'm not saying you have to like go and party for but 24 no, hours like, a day. I am extroverted seven days a week and then. Uh, in the sense that I, I really, really, I get energy from other people. Other people. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, sure. that's the, that's the truest definition of an extrovert there ever was. Yeah. Think, yeah. So. No. Definitely. Okay, we've talked for an hour, um, and I mean, I spoke to you for about an hour yesterday as well, so I've had my fill for the week. Pizza next week? <laughs> next month. Come back to me in October. Ouch. I'll talk to you around your birthday. Oh, I'm feeling really hurt now. Well, look. <laughs> my feelings. Um, your fe- you don't have feelings. <laughs> we've discovered this over the past hour. I have feelings. I'm joking. I'm but joking. yeah, um, no, it's been great. No, I really enjoyed this. Thank you. I'm, oh, I'm glad we you We finally did. got to do it. You know, we've been planning to do it for a while, kind of talking e- about it anyway. Yeah, and whose fault is that? Let's look, let's not get into it. Let's not get into I it. I take full responsibility, Ashley. Wow. Okay. I that's, am that's, so deeply sorry. That's from the depths of my being. Oh, now you're completely taking the piss out of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, if anyone has any questions for Abe, send them my way and I'll send them on to him. Because, look, we do need the perspective of a straight male single man. Straight male single man? Sorry, I don't know why I said two forms of male there. But anyway, um... Yeah. I, again I speak for myself you know I don't negate like negative experiences that women have had but mm-hmm. I myself you know mm-hmm. relatively chill and trying to be respectful mm-hmm. most of the way that does the, does your tinder bio say actually let's, I don't even want to get into super respectful your, guy <laughs> your tinder bio it terrifies me <laughs> oh god um, okay I actually I have loads more questions that I would love to ask you about tinder and bios and you know what you look for and what, what maybe I'll have you on again that'd be great uh, 2020 November time yeah we'll look at it you give me enough notice I'll be there 10 minutes late you will yeah (laughs) okay thanks again Abe for um, being my guest and um, thank you Cassie and Scout Scout stayed asleep on Cassie's lap for the entire episode the best dog in the world I love her Um, and thank you everybody for listening as always Um, I hope you're enjoying the podcast Um, if you are and you fancy giving a review or leaving a comment or doing anything like that or following me on Instagram the account is at Private Education Podcast and I would appreciate any and all interactions and engagements and I always get back to everyone uh, where possible. Even like, because I get some deadly messages from people like completely telling me the most honest things they've potentially ever told anyone and I really appreciate that because um, it, it indicates to me that you guys might feel a level of comfort in, in chatting to me on Instagram which I really appreciate so thank you. Um, and until next week, stay safe and have fun. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.